Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jaguars haven't ruled out Trevor Lawrence for week number 14. Kind of an odd twist to this. I don't think he plays, but you, you never know. Sometimes these injuries look way worse than they do. First report we got was that things were not as bad as they seemed. Although, I, you know, I said it on the live stream. Uh, how come they didn't get this man a cart? You literally make your, your star quarterback walk all the way down the field, through the tunnel, to the locker room, continue to have him limp on this leg and potentially cause further swelling. That little walk that they ushered him through could have cost him another couple days <laughs> to be quite honest with you ridiculous but uh, according to the athletic Jaguars have not ruled out Trevor Lawrence we'll talk about it now also Ramondre Stevenson out multiple weeks I think he's probably done for the entire fantasy football season which means Zeke Elliott is very valuable right now but is he the most valuable player on the waiver wire, maybe in your league. We're going to talk about all that and more. The fantasy football show begins now. Broski's file on in. Fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Trevor Lawrence, maybe, maybe not capable of playing in the next game or two. We'll find out. But according to this report from NBC Sports, uh, The Athletic is reporting that the Texans have not yet ruled out the Texans. The Jaguars have not yet ruled out Trevor Lawrence for week number 14, who suffered an ankle injury, a high ankle sprain, which was confirmed to be the injury. Although it's unlikely, the Jaguars are holding out hope that Lawrence can give them a go in week four, can give it a go in week 14. According to Howell, or Howell, the uh, the writer of this article, uh, Lawrence will be receiving around-the-clock treatment, you bet he will, to help his ankle sprain. They'll probably soak it in law dog milk to help speed up the... Uh, the healing process. It would be a miraculous recovery if he could suit up, but managers shouldn't be shouldn't get their hopes up. Stay tuned. I I don't know I, if I had to guess, I would say like this is more of a let's get our fan base optimistic. Let's not rule them out yet. This is like this gets you amped up. You know what I mean? If you're if you're a fan right now, <laughs> you're thinking about burning your jersey. You're thinking about cashing, uh, uh, you know, cashing in your the remaining uh, tickets you have selling them. Getting out of, uh, you know, who would want to watch go watch a football game? You know, if their star quarterback went down. Who would want to drive down to the stadium 
you know, drink a whole bunch of beer in the heat, you know, if you're in, in Arizona. <laughs> you know, like when Kyler Murray went down, I, my, my best buddy, my the biggest Cardinal fan I know, stopped going to the games. He's not driving down there getting wasted, getting in a bad mood, getting in a fight because he's upset and, and just sitting out in the sun <laughs> in, in Arizona. So, like, I, you know, I could understand the this being like a move to get this fan base, you know, thinking, oh, this is this is very hopeful. This could be just a game. And that's the that's the notion I'm getting. I think that he probably sits one week, but this is great news. To be honest with you, I, I still have some reservations about jumping back on the Ridley train to an extreme degree once Law Dog's back in the lineup, but I'm still very hopeful that Ridley can have a very solid, amazing wide receiver three type level production once T-Law's back in the lineup. But the problem isn't really with T-Law, it's with the usage of this coaching staff, how they decide to deploy Calvin Ridley, how they decide to target him. And when they need him, they throw to him. Like at the end of the game, who's the, the wide receiver catching the, the, the or trying to catch and pull in an end zone missile dart by Trevor Lawrence to win a game? Ridley. Who's getting fed three receptions in a, in a, in a row at the end of a game? Ridley. Why not throw to him the entirety of the game? It's very frustrating. I understand if Law Dog's back in the saddle, I don't think anybody in here is going to feel real confident putting Ridley back in the, the wide receiver three role, but some of us will be in desperate need of a wide receiver three at that time because I'm sure injuries are going to continue to pile up on us. So we may need to play him. We may want to play him. But for right now, yeah, Charles says he's resting Ridley a week. I would too. If T-Law's out, it depends on your option, but Ridley's not like an exciting play this week. Now watch him go absolutely bonkers because this man is likely never going to play another 2023 regular season snap because he's going to have surgery. His season is essentially over. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, these surgeries are not all the same. So if, you know, if and when the Jaguars march through the playoffs, what will what will his availability be? Probably be out, but uh, he has he has uh, an injury to his core, um, likely requiring surgery. He looked very 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 beat up. He could barely walk, and so that was great news for Ridley's usage. But then Ridley wasn't really even used. Even before Law Dog went down, they weren't feeding Ridley. We knew they would at the end of the game. And Ridley did catch a big, long reception all the way, all the way down to the one. I don't know if that was like a 30-yard, 30, 30 or 40-yard reception. I think it was right around 40, something like that. And it got called back. And it's like, son of a B. We knew that Laundry would hit the field. Ridley got ripped from that. That would have been like a 70-yard day. That would at least been salvageable, right? Four, I think it would have been five receptions for 70-something yards. Hey, we'd take a 12-point game. We wouldn't be super ultra happy about it, but we'd take a 12-point game. But no, we had that rip from our Kung Fu grip and really had, you know, what was it, like 30 or 40 yards off the four receptions. It was absolute garbage. Um, Law Dog, good news for Law Dog. Let's send him to the moon just to, the moon. to keep him healthy. We won't play any of the Log Dog clips, you know, just for... For bad luck, you know, let's hope, let's be hopeful. We're not going to start ramping them up or anything. And just law dog, get healthy, get healthy. And, and especially for ETN owners, especially for Ridley owners that want to play them, especially for for Ingram owners and for Zay or Parker, you know, if anybody's got Washington in there, you know, the, 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 this, this entire unit needs to have Trevor Lawrence under center or it all just starts to crumble and fade away. I think defenses would game plan against 
ETN differently, you know, planning for no law dog. That's why ETN was still able to rip some runs off. I think if a team has a whole week to prepare and, and adjust their entire the entirety of their game plan to let's let them throw the ball on us with no 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 T law, then you see the run game get shut down. So nobody should be thinking, oh, this is great for ETN if law dogs out. That's not the way football usually works. Sometimes there's been running back uh, uh, advantages to a quarterback going down, but it's not as easy as it sounds to be like, oh, they'll run more. Um, so that that's that's good news though. Law Dog potentially on the mend quicker than we thought. Not out for the year, that's for sure. Uh, this man is out for the fantasy football season because the, the Patriots have no playoff hopes anyway. So he is out ankle, expected to miss multiple weeks. Um, is there some kind of like he could come back a week 17 or 18 potential? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. But for right now, I would say he's pretty much worthless to anybody that owns him. And it's going to be Zeke Elliott go forward in a run-heavy attack that is a very, very bad offense. But if you need a running back, Zeke Elliott is a fantastic ad. But the question is, who's better? I'm going to pose the question. Who would you rather have on your team, Zeke or Keith Mitchell? Because... In general, these are the two most available players to pick up at at the thirty percent thirty percent availability like type of level. It, it, I, I think Zeke's available in more leagues than Keith Mitchell, but I think they're both pretty pretty available. I think maybe even Mitchell might be forty percent. Let me let me pull up Mitchell right now and see. It seems to me that people cut him in a major way walking into last week, and so. His numbers were crazy when I looked them up. Keaton Mitchell available in, wow, 45% of leagues. That is insane. 45%. So I don't want to hear, hey, Smitty, this guy's not available. Keaton Mitchell's not available. 45% of leagues, Bob. 45% of leagues. Ezekiel Elliott is available in 54% of leagues. So th- th- I, I I stand corrected. These are not guys that were in the 30s. Like I I, I was think- I was remembering. I was misremembering. These are both in the 40s or right around 50% availability. That's fantastic. So the question is, who do you like more? My answer last night on the waiver wire show was that if you need now production, you probably want to go with Zeke because he's going to give you starts the remainder of the year. I think he. The good news with Zeke is. A, he doesn't have a lot of miles left on the on the tires, and he doesn't have a lot of gas left in the tank. But given that he has just week 14, 15, 16, 17, that's four games, to give it his all and try and make up for the fact that he's not the same player, I think he, that we can get the most out of him. So I, I have no problem with someone taking Zeke over Keaton Mitchell if both were available in tonight's waiver claim. And you're putting a waiver request and request both of them. Just, you know, if you include the same drop, you'll only get one of them. Or request both of them if you've got, you could drop your kicker for, for to buy yourself time. But I, I would say Zeke makes sense for a team that's like, look, I need four starts from an RB spot. I can't mess around with Keaton Mitchell. But I could also understand somebody saying, hey, look, if I picked up Zeke, I wouldn't play him. You want to grab Keaton Mitchell. You are the Keaton Mitchell candidate, the guy that needs to have four consecutive starts from somebody or he's starting nobody in his running back two spot 
you, my friend, are probably more inclined to go to Zeke for safety. But Keaton Mitchell could still deliver for four straight games. He is very risky. He's very high risk, very high reward. Think riskier version of A-Chan. Think quick and speedy like A-Chan. Think maybe further back in the evolution of being a staple of the offense, but maybe knocking on the door of the first game that A-Chan broke out. So we don't know if we're going to get a, a watered-down Mitchell for two more weeks and then they unleash him in week you know, 15 or whatever, week 16. Or is this a guy that blows up in week 17 and 18? Remember I said every year somebody does well in the last two weeks, one of which people don't play. So it used to be week 16 and week 17, or week 15 and week 16. No, week 16, week 17. Now, because we have week 18, somebody's going to blow up in week 17 and week 18. I just wonder if it's going to be him. Maybe he blows up in all four weeks. That's my hope the next four weeks. I really hope he does. I would personally roll the dice with Mitchell. Because I'm a dice rolling mofo. And I think he's got a lot of upside. Did somebody say A-Chan? Devon A-Chan, please report to your shuttle to Saturn. Your shuttle is leaving. Prepare for departure. Touchdown probability high. Somebody say A-Chan? I thought somebody said A-Chan, so I, I, I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep hitting this button. Ah, I slipped. Devon HN, please report to your shuttle to Saturn. Your shuttle is leaving. Prepare for departure. Touchdown probability high. You don't compare it to HN, says David Wong. David. I don't even know what that means, bro. No one knows what you mean. Uh, Daniel Golf, appreciate you. How. Do I gift memberships? Uh, you should be able to click that dollar sign, my broski. And instead of doing a super chat, it should say something like gift memberships. You may have to, to edit a setting. Uh, appreciate you dropping a super chat, though, my guy. Appreciate you standing. First uh, uh, super chat of the night or the show gets a standing ovation. That's my boy. My boy. Thank you, pal. Appreciate you. So, there's one other piece of news. There's not a whole lot of news today. It's kind of a slow news day, considering you'd think there'd be all kinds of stuff brewing and getting talked about, but this little number right here. So, I don't know if you guys heard, but when Tim Boyle was made the starter, Zach Wilson said, I'm going to make that guy's job a living hell and practice every... Oh, wait, no, he said that about Aaron Rodgers. But... Look what little Zach Wilson did. Drove Tim Boyle out of town. Now the Jets are turning back to Zach Wilson. And it just, it just, it's an endless circle. This is like going to bed and having that same bad dream again you just had. I mean, what's the likelihood of that? When you want to, you can't go back to bed and have the same dream. You get woken up. You're like, damn it, I woke up from a good dream. Can I get back into it? No, it won't let you. You can't. The mind doesn't work that way. However, with nightmares... You can. You close your eyes. You're back in the same bad dream, repetitive dream. You know you've had that when you're sick. You have a repetitive dream. Whenever I have the flu, I have the same dream over and over. I'll be walking around a store 
just continuously walking around the same store in the same aisle over and over and over. I don't know about you guys, but that's how I have a bad dream. And it's like, it's nothing crazy. I'm not scared. I'm not, it's not like I'm looking at uh, Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, or potentially uh, Arthur Smith. That would be a nightmare if I ran into that guy. I'm talking about just repetitive dream. We're in a repetitive dream over and over. It's Tim Boyle, back to Zach Wilson. Let's try out somebody else. Back to Zach Wilson. I, I'm very fearful that Aaron Rodgers comes back because he's older, gets hurt, and then Zach Wilson's the backup because nobody thought to back him up. I have a I have a feeling that Robert Sala doesn't have the fortitude or the, the uh, awareness or the understanding to prepare next year with any other quarterback than Aaron Rodgers and probably Zach Wilson or lesser quarterback. I'm beginning to think that Robert Salah does not have the ability to coach. Because he, I know he's in a way handcuffed and helpless, but you can't sit through an Aaron Rodgers injury and not bring a quarterback in because you're scared of what that will do to Aaron Rodgers. If you were to, let's say, when we said tr- trade for a, a, a big-name quarterback or do something, go get a, a Kirk Cousins before you know the the uh, the trade deadline passed, etc., 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 he didn't think to do a single thing. Why? I think because he didn't want to step on next year's toes. But this guy is just sitting here losing, losing, losing. Just wasting away Brees Hall's talent. And now we're back to, to Zach Wilson. Unbelievable. <sighs> Repetitive dream over and over and over again. And that's all she wrote for the news. The news is very, very light today. Um, I got to go to Home Depot later tonight, by the way. I'm, I don't know if you guys are following my Instagram, but I have uh, I have a pull-up bar being installed. And so they installed it, and they came to me and said, look, you know, we put it up. There's, It looks a little something like this. It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It's like eight feet tall, and, and it, looks, it looks like this. Actually, I'm sorry. That, that line's crooked. We need to, we need to put, uh, let's, let's redo this. Let's redo this. Okay, so it's like it's like this, and it's about eight feet tall, like Brees Hall. Just the same height as Brees Hall. And it's um, cemented. They did a great job. I showed it on my Instagram. They cemented it into the ground like this. And then they put, uh, you know, then they laid the turf down. So then the turf was laid down in the grass. So I've got this amazing turf everywhere. This bright green, triple green turf has three different colors and it has a dead color underneath. So it really looks like green grass. And then I, I made this. So I installed a pull-up bar uh, in here, hammered in, drilled some holes, hammered in this piece, wedged it in there really good. They cemented this bad boy in. And now they've come to me and said, um, Senor, we need to put a beam here and a beam here. A beam here. And it makes sense. I mean, I thought about building it this way, but I didn't... I didn't want to give them too much work to do, but they're offering to do it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be doing trying to trying to do muscle up training on this. You know, when you do a pull up, right? Muscle up is where you go all the way up above the bar. It's it, very few people like you run into like 500 people, probably zero can do a muscle up. Like nobody can do these things. So it's going to take like two months for me to train and get stronger to do it. But if I'm going to be like trying to do some pretty nifty moves on this thing, I'm going to need this stabilized so 
I got to go to Home Depot before they close at 10. Right now it's 8.30, no, 6.35 my time. 8.35 Eastern. We got plenty of time. I don't need to leave or anything. I need to go buy two 10-feet pieces of wood and six bags of cement. That's that's what's uh, that's what my homework is. Two pieces of wood, ten feet long. That's as, that, that's as tall as HN, and six bags of cement. So that's my assignment from my amazing, absolute, unbelievable professionals that that are doing my yard work. Just marvelous, marvelous, marvelous people. All right, great picture, Smitty. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, my 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 yard guys are unbelievable. This is the most professional job you'll ever see in your life. These guys are remarkable. I even have a a, a piece of uh, footage on there where they're just stomping away at this turf, and they're just doing a, a remarkable job. Let me put, let me put this up so you guys can see it. I'm gonna document this whole thing too. It's gonna be in my. Let's see here. And I'm, I, yeah, and I'm working a lot of my Spanish, by the way. So they, they put, they, they put the, uh, they put bags in, right? They put bags in and protected the wood. Like they, these are, these are, these are professionals. These are professionals. And they want to do this. They're like showing me. So they're, they're not going to do it shorter, like a much shorter pieces, but they're trying to tell me what they, they want to do that. They want to cement those in. Because there's going to be some some massive pull-ups being done on this thing, and then they started questioning my weight. They're like, "How how how much do you weigh?" And I'm like, "Hey, hey you know, I'm going to be 20 pounds less soon. Don't you worry about it." Here's a here's an update video, okay? So it's sitting there. It looks magnificent. Just sitting there, and and they're 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 not done putting the triple green down. They're they're hammering the first uh, layer there, and then here's them. Look at this. Look at these professionals. In in order, marching. Pushing that turf in, making it level, nailing it in. These are professionals. I tell you, professionals. Hold on. Start the video over again. There we go. Look at it. Look at it. Look, see, they put the turf in. Oh, they, uh, this isn't an update on, on how, how far they went over. So there it is. It's about eight. It's a little over Brees Hall's height, eight feet, maybe two or three inches. I, I'd, I'd say I got to jump up to get it. Here's here's a video. Here's a video of the turf they're putting all the way around the basketball court, so that you can see the turf now is is covering. They're ha- they're they're nailing it in right now. Don't hurt myself on that turf. Don't you worry about it, Isaac. Don't you worry about it. These are professionals. True, a, a, a glorious, overqualified professionals if I've ever seen them in my life. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Let's get this ugly picture off of two pieces of wood, six bags of sand. We'll leave that up until we have a an appropriate caller. <sighs> Man, got a lot of my plate this week. 
this yard stuff takes a lot out of you, but I, I, for some reason, I love it. I love walking out there like every 15 minutes, you know, and they, and they don't, they don't get annoyed because they like talking to me. I'm working on my Spanish and, uh, you know, I walk out there, we start talking. They're, 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 they're basically like my, my, my professors, they're teaching me Spanish. They're, you know, I, I took, took a lot of it in school, but I haven't used it in a while, you know, so they're helping me out They're They're talking, they're talking me through it all. And, um, we're sitting out there and I go out about every maybe 15, 20 minutes. Like just feel like, I feel like my dad, you know, I've turned into my dad. I walk out. I'm like, looking good. <laughs> looking. And I walk over, check this corner already. I already checked it eight times last hour. And I'm like, that's looking good. Oh, so you nailed it down, huh? <laughs> Big gulps. All right. See you later. <laughs> go over to the next guy. Uh, looking good. You nail that one down. Oh, I see you nail that that quarter inch of that turf down that whole corner. Looks good. <laughs> I walk over to the pull bar, give it a little bit of it. It's still drying. Give it a little bit of a shake. That's that's sturdy. Looking good. <laughs> Just over and over. Sebastian, you're live. Sorry for the wait, Sebastian. No, you're good. Oh, uh, I just uh, wanted to ask you, uh, what, what was your favorite take this year that you've been pushing ever since maybe even the off season? Besides, I mean, A-Chain is probably your number one. But besides that, what has been like your favorite take that you have been pushing for the longest? My favorite. Um... God, that's tough, bro. This year has been so brutal. Like a lot of my favorites have been knocked out. Like it, that's and that's that's not saying like that's not admitting failure of any kind. That's just the kind of season we've seen. Um, you know, I kind of feel like there have been a couple players that I said don't don't go near that have done well. You know, at the cost of entry, it wasn't like I, I said don't draft them. Period. It just like okay, they're a little high. Like I've missed on a couple, but we really this this year was super accurate on the avoid players. Like I kind of am more proud of that than anything because it was don't draft JT. It was and, and even though it was, it was fun to trade for him on the low, it's fun to trade for Cooper Cup, who I still would trade for to this day. Might I remind everybody watching on the low? Like you're in a league where Cooper Cup's uh, available to be had very cheaply. I would trade for him on the low right now, but he was a one thousand percent avoid for me on draft day jt was a one thousand percent avoid for me um after we started hearing everything that was going down on that uh and then i would say you know um so cooper cup jt alvin uh, uh austin eckler was a one thousand percent of one thousand percent avoid for me on draft day at that cost of entry who i still remind everybody watching this is not flip-flopping this is being astute this is being uh, a bargain hunter, a seller, you're, you're sifting through the seller dweller, you know, material. I would go get Eckler now at, at the right price, but those were really, really on the money. I would say probably Alvin Camaro was the one that is the most league winning that has the Kenneth Walker from last year feel because Camaro was Camaro's what, what would you rank Camaro right now going forward? The third running back, the second, the fourth, the fifth, three. I mean, top three. He, he can keep up with A Chan and CMC. Like all, all three of those are intertwinable. Yeah, so I, I kind of feel like that that might be the one that has the most uh I don't know, ability to 
to absolutely win win leagues. Like people that 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 drafted Camaro where we said to especially in best ball. Because on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty might I remind you, we may do a draft here in a minute. I'm not sure if we'll have time, but um underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, he was going at in round seven, eight, nine. There was a lot of time for even up to like August. He was still going on like seven, eight, nine. I forget exactly where he was leveling out. Every every contest was a little bit different because some of them were, you know, geared a little different. You know, some of them were super flex, et cetera, et cetera. But this guy has over delivered on his cost of entry more than anybody that I think we talked about because that's like crazy value. And even in like drafts where we drafted we drafted on like sleeper or espn where their adp wasn't even like updated all year that he was he still had like some adp remnants from the year prior pushing his adp up and so you would see a suggested pick of camara in round five and once bad adp suggests a player at the top of the adp rank for long enough someone's going to take him you know what i mean so we'd be on underdog and he'd be suggested around eight or nine nobody would take him till eight or nine on sleeper, he'd be sitting there at the top of round five on the suggested rank, and then sure enough, a Bob is going to take him at you know five point three. So it kind of depended. Oh, he's what? No, they'll just see like, oh, he's projected. Might yeah, I got to do it, right? Number. Yeah, I got to do it. So yeah. that that's the bad eight, uh, pre-rank can ruin everything. So, but anyway, that that was probably. Well, he said it, he's number four. Even missing those three weeks, number four on the season overall. I mean, yeah. as the running back. Yeah, and to be fair, to to answer your question both ways, I think my most regretful uh, take was probably just you know, even though I still believed in the in the process of it, I think just Bijan, you know, wanting Bijan as high as we wanted him. Because he, he hasn't delivered that. You know, I, I'm hopeful that he can down the stretch. But at the end of the day, it still doesn't matter. Like, if I'm going to be honest and fairly, you know, critique that part of it, I would say if I, if if we were to truly take care of the Bijan, let's say Bijan was going to go on a tear and he finishes as running back four overall or five. He still really could. If Bijan went on a tear week 14, 15, 16, 17, he could be running back five with all the injuries and everything. He could be running back five even with the slow start and the ups and downs by the end of the year. It's that crazy. It's that crazy close, you know. But even if that ended up happening, the right course of action, if I could go back in time, would be to not draft him, let other people pay just like other people pay for Eckler and Cooper Cup, and come in and, and, and trade for him on the low. That would have been the most ideal way to attack Bijan. And so that would be my biggest regret. But I don't really regret it because the process was sound. I mean, even if we look at what Arthur Smith was doing the year prior, it all made sense. Like anybody says, we knew this was going to happen. You shouldn't. No, not really. Tyler Algier was on a terror, and they and they spent they a had top the line ten and the talent. Yeah, line talent, top ten overall pick. You know, in the NFL draft, why would they not use him? There was no sense and no no logic behind that. High character guy felt like the momentum was there. There's there's really no like warning signs of it because they were the best rushing team in the National Football League the year prior. Number 1. Number 1 in the in the NFL. So it it, it didn't it didn't and even that doesn't like Tyler Algier isn't being used so much that he still shouldn't be thriving. It's play calling, it's it's tons of things, bro. 
And if you ever see another Bijan come out, say in the next couple of years, would it be would it keep you skeptical with that type of talent, or would you just scratch this one and be like, oh, that was just Arthur Smith? Like, say we had Bijan in two years from now on a different team. I think if 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 there was a different coach, he'd be in the number two or three running back in, or number one in the National Football League. I don't I don't think I was wrong. I think on the player, I was wrong on the situation. You know, but. It was hard to see this situation coming, but I I truly yeah, believe I truly believe you drafted him in the same slot. You what? I said if there were the Titans saying like a year or two, would you draft the next Bijan in that same slot? I'm not scared. I'm not scared to draft another rookie ultra high. Other people can get fearful of that and try and use one season to dictate the next season. I could care less. It's not going to influence me a single bit. If I feel like, and I, I don't feel right as of this moment yet, and my rookie, I'm not going to go into any rookie content yet because that's going to be January 1. I'm, I'm saving it. But if I feel like there's a player like Marvin Harrison Jr. is freaking amazing, I am not scared at all about what happened the year prior to rookies. and these. Every situation is completely different. And... and we just got to assess them each, you know, each individually. Perfect. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to pick your brain because I think you're uh, very smart in the in the fantasy space. But thank you, thank you, Sebastian. Lots of good input. All right, later, bro. Later. Uh, let's see here. I got a bunch of people on the line. I might have to limit everybody to like a minute or two because otherwise, I don't know how I'm going to get through it all. Um, let's head over to Ron Navy first. Ron Navy, what's up, my guy? Hey, bro, your art's looking good. Yeah, it's coming along. It's. I just got one question. I got one question though. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you hire professionals to do it? Yeah, because I wanted to hire ultra professionals to do it. <laughs> you you said professionals, ultra professionals. You know how many times you said that? You almost twenty times. Yeah, because they are. <laughs> they're they're they're. Oh, yeah. They're ultimate professionals. They're, they're. I feed them. I feed them. I bring out. Uh, I bring out Cheetos. I bring out. Uh, they love Cheetos. They keep asking for Cheetos, so I bought more bags of Cheetos because we had a bag of Cheetos, and I, I was like, we got Doritos, we got Cheetos, we got little pizzas, we got hot dogs, you know. And they're like Cheetos, you know, and it's Chetos in, in, in Espanol. And so I, I'm like, okay, so I'm just, I'm, I'm buying Cheetos in bulk. I just like you keep your workers happy. They're gonna do a great job. So they they love coming here. When they found out they were gonna come back to redo more, they all like you know probably requested the job. They're like, let's do it because <laughs> you know I, I feed them, I bring them waters, I bring them drinks. But I do go out there like my dad. I like well, I, I feel like I'm I turned into him when this is. I'm just walking out into my yard, you know, and I'm like looking around and and uh, you know I think normally they would probably be like, can you leave us alone to let us do the job? But they don't mind talking to me and stuff. But I just walk around, and I seen it all like fifteen minutes prior. I just go outside every every ten fifteen minutes. I'm like, I need a break. <laughs> go outside and just walk around. I'm looking at the yard. I'm like, good job. <laughs> that looks great. Looks just like when you left when I left it. <laughs> but the disappointing thing is, they told me, okay, we're cementing this pull bar in. You can't use it. And I got a pull bar right here in the studio. I got you know, it's not like I don't have one. Um, but I just want to use that one. It's outside. There's no there's no clearance problem. So, you know, when I'm trying to do uh, those muscle-ups, which I cannot do now anyway, uh, it's just going to be fun for me. I just, I'm just i really excited about it. 
I got the, the I got the little putting green. I got the the ice bath and the basketball court and then the the pull up bar. So it's like a little man cave outside. I love it. But they said you got to wait two like two and a half days before you can use it because of the cement. And so we're on tomorrow right. afternoon, maybe evening. I could use the pull-up bar. And now I got to do the the redesign where they're going to cement in two new pieces tomorrow afternoon, probably. So I got to wait another two and a half days to use it. So I'm really bummed about that. But I want it done right. Yeah, Here. yeah it has to be here. So all right. with all this wonderful stuff going on, I mean, pretty much, I mean... The playoffs went from looking very closed up to very open on both the AFC and NFC. For sure. I mean, look at that. The Rams have a shot to get in now. Um, I think uh, if the Vikings, if they misstep and they start, they they start uh, try to start Hall, or they mess up with the the quarterback. If he doesn't, if he makes calls like he made last week, the Vikings ain't making it in. In fact, Green Bay got a lot of momentum. Green Bay could be making it in, um, and the Rams. And then on the AFC side, I mean, look at Indianapolis. I mean, they're 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 balling. They're they're playing. They're they're balling good. They can they could sneak in. And you got Houston. And I think probably. I mean, if I'm being honest, I think probably the way the Steelers are banged up and all that, they don't make the playoffs. I don't. I I think they're gonna get. I, I hate I, to say it. Yeah. They I, might not. And, and I think uh, Cleveland's not going to make it. And I think you could get Houston in there and you could get uh, Indy in there. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. If I had to guess right now, and if the Chargers would be in the mix if they just won one more game. You know, their their odds are Chargers. so, they're so, they're so bad because of that, because of one game. They, they suck. Yeah. So they're, they're not, they're not a team I'm concerned about. I think the Buffalo Bills. I I think the Buffalo Bills get in. I think uh, I think the the Ravens clinch. I think the Jaguars. God, they could lose. The, it depends on it depends on how quick T Law gets back and what happens with Indian Houston this week. I, wouldn't I, I? You know, I'm going to predict that Houston wins the division it, unless T Law can come back like right away and be be 100% and everything, and he might be banged up for a little bit. If Houston wins the division, then I think, yeah, it's going to be maybe De- – De- Denver's playing well. It very well could be – both both other teams could be with Buffalo as the wild card seeds. It's it's really tough. You're, I mean, you're right. It's really close. I mean, we're just guessing at this point. Indy's interesting, yeah, but without JT, I don't know. I, I I think they could still squeak by. Their defense is scrappy, like they make plays, and so there's there's certainly a possibility. Casey's pl- Buffalo. You don't think Buffalo wins I think, out? I think, I think they lose to Kansas City this weekend. I think Kansas City's pissed off at the way they're playing. I think Mahomes has one of his classic games with him and. Uh, um, Kelsey and uh, yeah, I think Buffalo is going to be uh, outside. I don't think they're going to be that they're going to make it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like they're they're on the tipping point, but I, I believe they'll probably sw- swing back around and play really really tough and get in. But you never know. All it takes is one loss and it's over. But oh, well, I mean we're we're just you know it's our but, it's just our opinion. But on this so, you know. on on this side. Um, 
of things. And and I love my Niner Niner fans and 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 kudos to you guys and congrats on on that win. You guys look phenomenal. I would definitely say the Niners and the Eagles are the two best teams in the National Football League by far. I don't even think it's really close at this point. It's kind of a shame they can't face off against each other in the Super Bowl. They're going to be in a title game uh, together. Most likely, I mean, anything can happen. You know, one all it takes is one injury. All it takes is... But Philly is 10-2, and two, you know? And it, it's funny that how, how much everybody's acting like Philly took, like, some sort of crazy turn. And it's like, come on, man. They Everybody loses a game. The Niners lost three games in a row, and no one's judging that anymore they're just talking about how they look right now philly will get back on track philly will be fine uh dallas is playing they, really really tough what philly came off a short week after playing i mean they beat the bills and they beat kansas city and then they come off a short week of course any team could have a letdown after having those two games and coming off a short week yeah uh Viking Nomad, are you are you an A Chan hater too, bro? You know, I, I know what I like, and I, I don't know if Viking Nomad is or if I'm re- he's reading something else somebody else said. I don't know, but it's so funny because the A Chan haters, none of them are regulars. We never see it. They just come in <laughs> and they're just they're and they're gone. They're always new. They never they're never regulars. Uh, so I'm gonna predict. You know, Philly wins the division. Obviously, they get in. Detroit, they clinch the division. They get in. This this NFC South is a little bit more complicated than it, you know, than than it even looks like because they're all just they're all four of these teams are capable of being beat by anybody at any moment versus saying any one of these teams could beat anybody at any moment. It's like it's the reverse, <laughs> you know. Atlanta keeps winning, which enables Arthur Smith's usage of Bijan Robinson, which drives me nuts more than anything because you know Blank's calling up Arthur's calling up Arthur. And saying, hey, congrats on the win. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. And Arthur Smith's going, yep, my usage of all the players is perfect because we're winning the division, which is absolutely hogwash. And it doesn't really tell the story. But let's just say the Falcons continue to do whatever they're doing. Let's say Bijan gets on his horse, though, and helps them win. So Atlanta, let's just say for a moment, they lock that division up. They go to the playoffs. Niners... They're going to lock up the division. They go to the playoffs. The Rams, like you said, Seattle's kind of, you know, I think they fall flat. They kind of feel like uh, how you feel about Pittsburgh. I think that at the end of the day, they're not going to have the juice to do it. So I'm going to say the Rams clinch a a, a wild card spot. I'm going to say the, man, the Packers are, are, you know, okay, so you got the Cowboys and then you've got essentially a race between everybody that's right there at six wins right now. So the Cowboys lock in their playoff seed because they got nine wins. So it's the Rams at six and six. I don't think anybody from the South uh, Vikings, like you said, may or may not Packers, I think certainly are in the mix. So Packers maybe the Vikings and that's it. So really it's Minnesota, Green Bay, uh, the Rams, maybe Seattle. So probably going to be the Rams, the Packers and the Vikings. I don't think I don't think Atlanta wins the South. I think I think either Tampa Bay or New Orleans. Well, wins it, the it, South. I think it, they come back. If if that's the case, then the other ones aren't in the in the wild card race anyway. So either way, so if ta- let's say Tampa wins it or yeah. Nor- whatever, so Tampa wins it, then the rest of the three teams in the South are not in the race. But I think it's the Rams and 
Oh, I got to pick. I'm sorry, the Cowboys. So the Cowboys, Rams, and one of Green Bay, Minnesota. I'm going to say Green Bay. I'm going to say Green Bay. I think Jordan Love looks on point. Yeah, we'll see. They play the last game. They play uh, week 17, uh, Green Bay and uh, uh, Minnesota. So that should be interesting. It, yeah. it, it, it should be good. But uh, let me say, Niners is in the chat, and he's saying, cry, Philly, cry. You know what? There is no bigger criers than San Francisco fans. I'm sorry, but San Francisco, they cry. They've been crying ever since last year. They cried on their three-game losing streak. They cried about firing their defensive coach. And then when they fucking start playing good again, then they're all all good again. And they're like, oh, yeah. I have never seen such entitled fans that they're so entitled as the Niner fans. I, I mean, think I think they, they both they, cry, they cry about the same. Football when they're not when they're not doing what they're supposed to. So when if Seattle, I would love to see Seattle beat the Niners, so I can see all the Niner fans like Niners in the chat start crying. I'm going to say, "Cry Niners, cry!" Because you know what, Philly's not crying. You've been crying for the whole year since you since you totally got beat up by them in the playoffs. And I'm sorry, but the Niners are not going to the Super Bowl again this year. Guaranteed. They're going to fail. Just like Shanahan always fails every year, the Niners are done. Kaput. You well, can I, say whatever you want, I, but they're going to the Super Bowl. I will, I will say, you, you know me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a player person before I'm a team person. So I'm all J- Jalen Hurts. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. Doesn't matter. I love Debo Samuel, but I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. He was one of the biggest yeah, yeah. bolt one of the biggest bolt predictions this show has ever created. So I'm riding and dying with Jalen Hurts no matter what, no matter where he go. Even if he got traded, I'm going wherever he's going. I'm I'm, I'm wanting him to win. Um, I I I, I, I think I think both both fan bases because I interact with both of them. They're they're both equal. <laughs> they're like, and, and you're not wrong in that they cried a lot, but both fan bases just cry, cry, cry. It's they like when the Niners say "cry Eagles cry," it is almost like kind of ridiculous though, because like you said, you can't almost say that when you did the amount of crying that you did as well. Like everyone's crying, and it's <laughs> it's just like it doesn't make any sense when both fan bases are absolutely at each other's throats doing the same thing back and forth. Uh, I, I I can't wait to see what happens when they face off again. And I do have to say that it's becoming one of my favorite rivalries in, in, in football because of the hatred between the two. It makes for an intense game. Both sides are loaded with talent. The, again, I believe the two best teams in football, the Niners and the Eagles, and the Niners are on in such a rhythm right now an injury could shake it all up, though. They lose one major piece, like Trent Williams on the line. Brock Purdy gets another concussion or gets hurt. He's had two concussions this year already. Part of me thinks he's susceptible to it because he's had two already, in my opinion. In my opinion, he had another concussion. If he didn't, he played like shit. So either pl- either played really bad or he had a concu- or he had a concussion. You can pick what you want. I'd rather, if I were you say that he played with a concussion. But Kyle Shanahan rushed this man back, and he looked awful. Why did he look awful? I think he was still concussed. Shanahan is reckless with his players. So, anyway, if, if there's an injury to Purdy, an injury to CMC, even maybe an injury to Debo, he's such a vital part, as I've said all year, he's the glue of this team. CMC and Debo are, are together the glue of this team. They lose any one of those big pieces, and they're 
they're toast. I think the Eagles are more capable of, they can't lose Jalen Hurts, though. Uh, neither team can lose their quarterback or their toast, but that goes for any team in the National Football League. So if, if, if Jalen Hurts goes down, the Eagles are done. If Birdie goes down, Purdy, Purdy goes down, Birdie. If Purdy goes down, the well, Niners are done. But if, let's say, the Eagles lost that. Devonta Smith or they lost A.J. Brown, I think they're more capable and equipped to, to, to play at a very high level, more so than the Niners would be if they lost CMC. Or if they lost, you know, Debo Samuel or, per, you know, whatever. Purdy, again, Purdy or Hurts, they have to stay healthy. I love it. I got, I got, I did what I wanted to do. I got Niners all spun up in the chat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Ron, I got to get to these other anyway, callers. Get callers. Yeah. All right. Pre- I'll talk to you later. <clears throat> Appreciate you later. Yeah, Ron likes to, Ron gets worked up himself, but he likes to work other people up about as much as he works himself up. Uh, Theo from Illinois, you're live. Would you start um, Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase, or Devonte Adams at flex? <sighs> or pick two out of those three. Okay, uh, give me him again. Devonte uh, Adams, Devonta Smith, and Jamar Chase. I think you got to go with Chase and Devonta Smith. I love Adams, but like his situation is a little bit bleaker. Like I still like him. He's a great buy low. I think he's still got tons of upside. He could outscore either one of them on any any given Sunday, so you can't beat yourself up over, over it if, let's say, Adams has 100 and a touchdown and Smith gets you 70 yards. But I think Smith's playing like fire. Jamar Chase proved to yeah. you last night and proved to me because I was skeptical that he could deliver with Browning, but Browning and him have a great rapport. It's already proven. I think it's out there, and now we know what to do with Chase, which is doesn't matter, bro. You just can't sit him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what else you got. You got to play him. I, I play these two guys All moving right. forward. All right, cool. All right, later, bro. Uh, Mars, man, rock out. And then I got some super chats here, guys. I'm still going to get to you, so please don't okay. think I forgot about you. In fact, let me throw these two on here. Joe, appreciate your two super chats. So Joe, I got you here. I'm going to go through super chats after I answer these phone calls. Mars, man, rock out. What can I do for you? Yeah, would you pick up the Texas defense, Packers, or Colts? I'm not sure if I want to play the Cowboys against the Eagles this week. Uh, Texans and who? Texans, Packers, and Colts. Did you ask uh, me about the Colts Texas. last last week? No. Who I forget who asked me on the phone about that last week, but that they play well. All right, let's see here. Let's see. Play that. Giant. You what? Bengals. You what? I'll tell you. Play. All right, let's see here. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. Let me go back to the the schedule. Okay, so Packers, um, Packers on the road. I I do think the Packers are a good a good play in the, in, in this in this play one. Um, Packers, Indy, Indies on the road. Cincinnati. I, I would stay away from Indy. I'm gonna scratch them out. And then the Houston Texans and the Jets. That's a good. That's a decent one. But Zach Wilson has enough ability to like make a very bad mistake at the end but be okay throughout the game so i'm gonna lean packers bro 
I'm going to lean Packers because yeah. they've got that, that at New York Giant matchup. And I just think that this is the worst, one of the top, one of the bottom two teams in the league. In the New- I'm not sorry, Jets, New York Giants. Do it yeah, live. That trust in Cowboys against the Eagles. So I was going to yeah. pick one of them up. Yeah, DeVito. I don't trust a guy that, that his mom does his laundry still. No, uh, offen- no, offen- no offense out there, guys. <laughs> sorry. Sorry if that offended somebody out there. All right. Uh, thanks, Rock Out. Appreciate you. Yeah. If your mom does your laundry, I'm sorry, Rock Out. I didn't mean it. All right. Mr. Frost, you're live. I don't trust him a quarterback in the NFL if their mom does their laundry. You there, Smitty? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, Frost? All right. Uh, you know, five-year follower. Love you. Thanks, uh, Don't usually call unless I got a dilemma, and I got an RB one for you. Uh, who would you start between Charbonnet, Mitchell, Pierce, and Warren? I lost Stevenson, so I could get Elliott off waivers, but I'd have to drop somebody too. I, w- I would, I would probably do that just to get him. Um, let's check some news on a few of these guys, but I don't know. That's such a close one. I, I think Pierce is yeah. just in a vacuum. Pierce is the guy with the most upside, but he—I'm sorry, Pierce Mitchell is the guy with the most upside, but he certainly got a, a massive amount of risk. Yeah, and I need I need two of them. Like, I mean, Charbonnet is just as risky as Mitchell. Pierce is just as risky. Like, Warren's yeah. just as risky. <laughs> they're all they're all risky this week. Yeah. So Charbonnet's tough to know what his, his health health status is going to be. I mean, he has so much swelling. I I don't see much of an update on his bruised knee. It's and po- they're playing the 49ers. Yeah, it's possibly plays, but I don't know, man. If it's me, I'm going to go Warren and Mitchell. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be all that scared off from picking up Elliott and throwing him in this conversation and we we wait until the end of the the week to make a decision. Would you drop him for JSN or Jameson Williams? We do I drop who for for who? Sharps? No, no, no. If you picked up Zeke, would you drop JSN or Jameson oh. Williams? Um, I'm not dropping JSN. Uh, do I drop Jameson? Jameson's looking exciting right now, but like he does this, and then he, you know, if he goes out and gets no targets next week, you'll literally never play him again. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. Yeah. Tough to say. J- Jamo could be breaking out a little bit, and he might not. I, w- I wish I could tell yeah. you. So Mitchell and Pierce, probably. For now, and, and uh, Detail makes a good point. We gotta wait. Uh, we gotta wait for some weather as well. You know, we'll have, we'll have a lot of weather stuff. But I, I don't tend to necessarily do a lot of that right now because the weather changes so quickly. So we'll do that more on Saturday night. You know, we'll make some last-second detours. But I, I like to wait until Saturday for the weather because weather can change very quickly. So. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I for now I'm going Mitchell and Warren, and I pick up Zeke. But I'm I'm I guess I drop Jamo or I don't know what to do here. I, yeah, I guess I drop him, but you know he he looked okay. 
you know, Pierce getting the, he's leading the backfield. I, I think that's a little scary to throw Pierce under the waiver wire. Jamison Williams is, what did he have? What did he finish with? He had one, is this the one catch, right? Oh, he had the touchdown call back, didn't he? No, he had the rushing touchdown. Oh, he had the rushing touchdown. Okay, that's right. I was wondering why I didn't see it. I thought, I saw him in the end zone, and then I, I remember later in the day when I refreshed it, I'm like, did he get called back or something? What in the hell? And then I remembered, yeah, he went to the, no, he, he just he reminded me. No, he took a jet sweep for the house. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's not, one, what do you have? One, one target. What do you have the week prior? Yeah, Three good. targets. Three targets. Two targets. Yeah, I could cut him. I cut him for Zeke. All right, bro. Got to go, Frost. Appreciate you. Okay. Take it easy, bro. Yeah, if he was getting more targets, like seven or five or whatever, I think we'd have a little bit more of a... Okay, uh, Gavin from Arizona. What's up, Gavin? So, I need like know who to start because I got uh, Tyron, Eckler, Checo, and then I got um, Keenan. I just traded for A.J. Brown. And then Devontae. Who do I start? Do I start Kyron and Pacheco and then Flex Adams or Adams or Eckler at Flex? Wait, so Kyron is your starter for sure. You don't want to mess with that. Keenan Allen, you're starting for sure. Devonta Smith, you're starting for sure. Okay, so... No, A.J. Brown. You're not Devonta Smith? No, I have A.J. Brown. I I have A.J. Brown and Devonta Adams. Okay, AJB, you're starting for Eckler. sure. Okay, so you're trying to decide between, and you're gonna start. Uh, you're gonna start Pacheco and Kyron, right? And then Keenan Allen, AJB. Yeah. So you're trying to decide between Eckler and Adams. Yeah. Boy, I mean, Eckler's just been very dreadful. I, I would say Adams is a tiny bit safer, but there's still some limitations there to a little bit of a degree. So you're not crazy to say, let me ride this Eckler situation one more time. But it's close, man. Let's see the, what the group chat thinks. Group chat, give a little vote here. Eckler, Adams in week number 14. Let's help out uh, Gavin. Eckler, Adams. Eckler is at home against the Denver Broncos. And uh, Devontae Adams is at home against the Minnesota Vikings. I kind of lean. If it, is it PPR, full PPR? Yeah. I probably lean Adams, but he, he let Eckler prove it, I think. But that's just my that's just my my lean. Yeah, he's just done nothing past yeah. wow. Pacheco's uh, been really good. Alright, bro. Thanks. Later. Hey hey uh Ga- Gavin, call in later in the week on this one because I ba- I barely lean the way I, I part of me wants to give Eckler one more chance. But I don't know. Call, call later on it, Gavin. Nick from Arizona, another Arizonian. What's up? Man, um, I just had one quick question for you. Um, I have Ridley right now in flex, and I was thinking about maybe doing Taysom Hill in my flex with Kincaid and tight end. Would you do that, or would you just like what would you do if you had those three guys? Would you like just start Hill and throw in Ridley, or would you do Kincaid and? Um, Taysom Hill, like a double flex over Ridley. I think with Ridley this week, if assuming T Law doesn't go, even if he goes, we got to worry about how healthy he's going to be. So right now, very, very, very confident to a degree that I would go Taysom Hill, who's just getting a lot of work. But yeah, Kincaid's your tight end. Taysom Hill's your flex now. But I, I'm not saying I love this all year. I'm just without T Law. 
I just don't know that I trust this team to get really the ball at that point when they can't get him the ball with T-Law in there. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I like Ridley. I've been a fan all year, but I mean, it's really hit or miss with him, you know? Yeah. All right, broski. All right, man. Thanks. Later. Okay. Um, yeah, Eckler. Eckler has been a bust. That's why he was the big one of the biggest avoids on draft day on this channel, which a lot of people don't understand the difference between trading for him now or you know trusting him if you've already if you already own him and you're trying to figure out trying to navigate the waters of could he have a couple big games and then then go off into the dark night. Achan gives Kamara fantastic Sam. How many how many uh, HN haters we got in the chat? I haven't been really looking at the at the HN chat uh, hate lately. Let me hit these uh, super chats here and get these out of the way. Joe Salters, T Law, Hurt, Stafford, Gino, or Browning. I'd probably go Stafford, man. He's been on fire for two straight weeks. Joe, pick two: Waddle, Olave, or Mixon. I'd probably go. Man, the moment you sit Waddle, he's going to just go off. But I would probably go Alave and Mixon. I, I think the way Mixon played, um, Bengals play at, are they at home or away? I forget. They're at home. Colts. <sighs> Colts, Colts are a, a scrappy D, man. They are a scrappy D. I'd probably say, yeah, at the end of the day, bro, I'm 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 gonna probably sit let's see, let me pull up Waddle stats here. I got I gotta refresh my memory on Waddle the last three weeks in a row, not just last week. Waddle's been kinda sketchy this year. He's had some big days. He's had no touchdowns in four straight games though. No touchdowns in four straight games, but eight straight targets in back to back to back weeks though. Fifty five yards, one fourteen fifty two. Uh, Mixon had a a very solid day in week 13 obviously with 68 yards on 19 totes, 2 touchdowns an additional 49 yards on 6 receptions, now the week prior he had 16 yards, the week prior he's had a touchdown though, 1, 2, 3, 4 5, 6 touchdowns in 6 games Indy's not a bad matchup. I'm pro. I'm probably. I guess, I guess you you could go Waddle and Mixon, guys. Vote on this one: Waddle, Alave, Mixon. What player? What two players are you starting? Waddle, Alave, Mixon. You can only pick two. I'm gonna set this in the corner and get your guys' vote. This is too close. I need your help. I have H. and Camara. Who can I drop for Noah Brown? T. Law, Walker, Hall, or Moss? I mean, if you've got a, uh, if you think you got an inside track on getting another quarterback, if things go awry, you could drop T. Law. You can't drop any of those those other guys. You just can't. So you either don't pick up Noah Brown or you drop T. Law for Noah Brown because you believe and you know that you'll be able to grab another QB if you need one. Nico versus the Jets or Adams versus the Vikings. Nico's a tough play this week um, for sure because you know he faces the New York Jets at. New, in New York, Sauce Gardner and the boys—they're still a good passing defense. But at the same time, like, how do you sit them? We starting—we starting Nico 
at the Jets, people? Or are we going with uh, good old Devontae Adams versus the Vikings? What's everybody think here? Kind of think you just go Nico, man. He's getting spoon fed. He, he's a top 12 wide receiver. Go forward with Tank Dell. Bless his heart, man. Tank Dell down. I think Nico's a, a, a must start, like a start him and forget it, you know, type of stud at this point. I have the most fab left. Running backs are Kamara, Brees, Madison, start two, full load drop on Zeke. Roshan and Gainwell also available. Uh, probably full load drop on Zeke if you can even play defense on this one, bro, and keep another team from getting him. But, you know, if Mitchell were there, I'd full I'd do the full load drop on Mitchell instead. Ray G with a $10 hauler. Ray to G, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Appreciate you, Ray G, dropping the 10 wad on screen. We got a Nico vote, a Nico vote, an Adams vote. Stay away from Nico versus the Jets. You can't sit Nico. Nico, 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 Nico. Listen, start Nico with confidence. We, we had a few Adams votes there for a minute, and then it just swung back in the direction of Nico. Um... On best ball mania four through underdog, I have Field, Stroud, Love, Bijan, Pacheco, Swift, Achan, DJ Moore, Amon Rajas, and Ingram would be nice to see Bijan go off. Yeah, Ragey, on the weeklies especially, the moment Bijan has monster games, I climb up the weeklies. I'm always like in, I've been sitting at like, I was at 30th place for a little while at one point in one of my weeks where Bijan had a great day. Lost Tank starting Alave, Garrett Wilson with Downs and Shakir on the bench. Waver has Elijah Moore, Mingo, Johnson, Washington, Hyatt. Who should I go get? Uh, I'll probably drop Shakir for... I don't know. These aren't great options. Maybe Elijah Moore. You know, Hyatt I like a little bit. I think he could do something. But, like, honestly, Shakir for any one of those guys, I guess, makes sense. But none of those guys stand out as, like, guys I want in my lineup ever. So, I, unfortunately, I, ho- I hope there's a, a Keaton Mitchell out there, bro. Grab him. If he's not there, probably not there. $10 hauler. To the moon. Appreciate you with your 10, 10 wad, my, my broski Tucker. If I win in the playoffs, I'm in the playoffs. If I win, I'm in the playoffs. I have Hertz, AJB, Alave, Kamara, Rashad, Taysom, McBride, Garrett Wilson, Lockett, and Ken Walker. Who should I flex this week? Is Watson worth the pickup even with the injury? Maybe, but it depends on the on the drop. Like dropping one of those guys? Absolutely not. I have Hertz, AJB, Kamara, Rashad White, Taysom, McBride, Garrett Wilson, Lockett, and Ken Walker. Who should I flex this week? I don't know who your lineup is, so I don't I don't even know how to answer this question. But I would say Tucker, I'm Looking at Lockett, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson. If those are what we're talking about, McBride. If, after the slash, I, I think that's what you're trying to say. I would say probably Garrett Wilson. I mean, assuming Walker doesn't play. If Walker's starting and, and Charbonnet's out, I go Walker. You know, so like a lot of things are dependent on injury with this one. But I mean, Garrett Wilson for the moment might be your best option. Can't believe it's come to this, but Garrett Wilson, Chuba, Hubbard, Singletary at my flex. <clears throat> well, Pierce is kind of like getting a lot of work, so let's look up Chuba and and take a gander at that one. Chuba Hubbard. I mean, three touchdowns in two games. 100 and uh, what, 104 yards on 25 totes. How do you sit him 
in week 14. Granted, the New Orleans Saints are an okay rushing matchup or a tough, like a, a, a medium to good rushing matchup matchup. But I mean, he's running back 11 in week 12, running back six in week number 13 last week. So the answer is Chuba. Six and seven have a lot of teams. Seven and six on points. Yeah, you got to roll with it, bro. Alex with the 499 Super Chat. Alex, 10-team PPR, pretty much guaranteed playoffs. Herbert, Gibbs, Moss, Tyreek, Alave, Ingram, Nico, JT, Cup, Trades. Uh, I mean, I want out of Herbert, bro. I, want, I, I don't mind the rest of your team. Like, I don't mind even trading Nico high or trade Zeke and... Uh, I don't. I don't even mind with with Gibbs and you can't trade. You can't trade Moss. You got to bank on Moss. You got to bank on Moss and Gibbs. You got to bank on Tyreek, Nico Alave. I probably bank on Alave. Alave, Nico Ingram. Uh, I'm probably trading. I trade Garrett Wilson and Zeke for like a quarterback upgrade, like to Tua or something, or to. I mean, honestly, Brock Purdy's even better than Herbert right now, but. I don't like I don't make a move if I'm not feeling like I'm upgrading. I'm not just giving someone Garrett Wilson and Zeke to move laterally. So it's got to be someone you believe in. Like Mahomes is very cheap right now. You could take a gamble on it, bro. I give up Herbert, Zeke, and Garrett Wilson for Mahomes. I would potentially give up an Alave, like let's say the Mahomes owner has another quarterback and they just want to get out of Mahomes, you could trade Alave straight up for Mahomes and say, you know what, I'll throw Cooper Cup into my lineup with Nico and Tyreek and be fine. Alex, that was, that's what I would do. I'm a little crazy though, bro. Matt, appreciate you. Good God. Matt, how long did it take me to see this $50 hauler? Matt, are you still here? How long? Let me take a lap. How long does it take me to see a $50 hauler? It's sitting right in front of me. Matt, confirm you're still here. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, $20 hauler, let's go. Whoops. Wrong button. Alert. Super chat alert. Matt. Appreciate you. Can't believe. Oh, I did read this one. This is the one I can't believe. I'm sorry. It took me so long to realize I was a $50 hauler. Where's Matt? Matt, you here? Jeez. Uh, I don't know what everybody said with Joe's. What was the consensus on Joe? Matt to the moon. Matt to the moon. To the moon. Can we get one more vote for Joe? Waddle, Alave, Mixon. Start two. Waddle, Alave, Mixon. Which two are you rolling with? Where's Matt? Did Matt leave? Hopefully Matt's still here. Matt, hopefully that helped, bro. Garrett Wilson. Can't believe it's come to this. Garrett Wilson, Chuba Hubbard, Singletary. So definitely Chuba Hubbard, bro. He's on fire. I don't think Matt's here. Matt had to go flip the laundry over. Maybe the, maybe the meatloaf was ready. Where's Matt? Where's Matt? Damn. 
I'm going to keep it on screen in case Matt comes back. Superfish with a $2 hauler. Drop Ridley for Christian Watson or Reed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I, I... Superfish, I don't know that I'm dropping Ridley. And Watson's banged up. And I don't... I mean, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he plays. Who the hell knows? But I don't think I could cut Ridley. Ridley was... When Kirk went down, I literally said on the live stream, this could be a top... 15 wide receiver go forward and then T-Law went down and so T-Law might not be you know we'll, we'll have to see I, I still think I'm, I'm skeptical that of how they use him but where's Matt is Matt here where's Matt Matt you hear Matt I don't see him Steve someone dropped Aaron Jones should I get him I would I would He's going to miss probably multiple weeks, but I mean, he could come back for like the last two games. Appreciate you. Yeah, I don't see Matt. I'm searching for him. Damn, Smitty dropped 50 and I don't get even to the moon. And then he said, that's weak, I'm out. Damn it. Matt, I didn't know. I just, I was doing 10 things at once. I had like all these callers on the line. I feel bad, but... I mean, like it was, a, it was a common, you know, lot of things going on type of misunderstanding. But he says, that's weak, I'm out, dog. And he bounced. <sighs> Matt, come back, bro. You know I didn't mean it. I'd all, I'm always there for my people. Poor Matt. I feel bad. I'm not even mad at him for his his you know comment because I, I feel bad. But like this thing goes. There's a lot of moving parts to a show, bro. You know you gotta cut a, you gotta cut a boy some slack. I always come around to my super chats, but something happens and I don't even realize. I didn't give him his moonshot. I mean that's on me. I feel bad about it, Matt. But I'm I'm sitting here talking about you and talking to you for. An extended amount of time, you just aren't here for it. Is the only problem, Matt. We'll send him to Saturn one more time, Matt. Thank you for dropping the fifty dollars holler. I, it, it was a common mis- it's, it's a it's a mistake that happens, Matt. I mean, what can I do? What can I do? I mean, that, yeah, that was a little quick trigger, you know. Just boom, he's gone. Uh, Smitty was daydreaming about H and I forgot to hit the. Yeah, it happens, bro. It happens. Matt. Hopefully Matt comes back. Let's put his super chat on screen so Matt knows is here. If Matt does... I, I could see him like pulling the stream up again to just see. Maybe maybe they're talking about my super chat or something. <laughs> Let's leave right there. Matt, where are you? Let's even put a little message up. Matt? <laughs> Matt? You there, Matt? Unreal. Some people give me some people give me no benefit of the doubt either. It's like people have quick reactions to me. <laughs> it's good. Real quick, real quick reactions. Short leash. I'm like Zach Wilson to you, Matt. Yeah, I'm on a short leash. I messed up one time. Matt's out of here. He bounced already. Loves this show so much. 
that he drops a $50 super chat because I didn't see it quickly enough because we had like 10 callers on the line. Matt bailed on me. I feel bad though. You know, I'm trying to make it right. But man, what a short leash he had on me. He didn't give me any time at all. <laughs> we're still we're still not even... We're an hour and 14 minutes into the show. People have dropped a super chat before, you know, at the very beginning of a show. And I, I you know, if we had a ton of news, I might not got to it for an hour. People know you get in line. This At this restaurant, it's like a nice restaurant. You get in line. It's a long wait sometimes. Sometimes you got to wait an hour for a table. But once you get in, the view's great. The food is great. The ambiance is fantastic. And you're happy you came. And you give me a very positive review on Yelp after you're done. Jeez. Someone let me know if he comes back. We'll try and we'll try and wow him. Let's go over to TJ. TJ, you're live. Hey Smitty. Hope you're doing good. Uh got a question for you. I was until I back. I made Matt bail. <laughs> yeah. What so can I do for you? Um so I'm in a league where it's like quarterbacks get points for like a completion and then minus one point for incompletion and then like the boot the bonus is like a 40 yard passing touchdown stuff like that so i was wondering you think i should start uh fields russ or browning this week well who's who uh how many points did browning score this week 61 how many he had 61 he was the highest scoring quarterback wow so he's really good for that scoring format the way that he plays yeah uh, how many points? Field, how many points did Field Field, had, field score in his field last game? What? Twenty-three. Okay. How many? How many did Field score in his week? What was it? Week four and five. The two big games. Uh, week four. The two. The two pop off games. Is that week four and five, or is that five and six? I forget. Just, just look at his. They're two weeks back to back. He would have had like seven oh, okay, years. Yeah. Week four, he had 56, and then week five, he had 46. So even in those big games, Browning us, wow, you got to go Browning, bro. Browning, I, 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 I mean, I, I guess that if Browning scored right. that many points, he only had one touchdown. He scored 60-something points in your format. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know your format, and it sounds to me like you kind of got to go some with what some of the trending is, you know? What did Russell yeah. Wilson do the last couple games in that format? It's a weird uh-huh. format. Can you wrap my I head know, around it? Last week he had 23. Week before that, 22. Yeah. 35. Like, even so if Browning... Nice. Yeah, even if Browning does, like, a lot worse, he scores the same amount as... Uh, <laughs> if he does half as good, he scores the same amount as those guys. Like, yeah. he, he literally didn't need the touchdown. He still would outscore those guys. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, so do you think I dropped Fields or Russ then? Uh, probably Russ. Yeah, okay. Because we can still trade. Maybe I trade fields or something. Yeah, try to. I mean, he makes big plays, so. Yeah. Yeah. He um, some decent, actually. Jim has a good, a good idea. Let's have Lego Batman find Matt. <laughs> Matt, come back. <laughs> Lego, get on that. 
Lego Batman finds everyone. Matt will be here before the end of tomorrow's show, if not today. All right. Uh, anything else, bro? Yeah, real quick. PPR, uh, Warren or Chuba? Warren or Chuba? I mean, Chuba's safer right now. He's got three TDs in two games and he had 100 and something yards last week. Like, how do you... I'm not saying it's like a... Like, I really want to say Warren, bro. I really, really do. Najee's not... He's banged up, so you got to monitor that. If Najee doesn't play, then we're going Warren. But uh, his knee did not participate in practice. Her, uh, Najee Harris popped up on the injury report with a new issue. So we'll have to we'll have to see. If he doesn't play, then Warren. Okay. You're not worried about the Patriots for Warren? I mean, he's a good he's so good at catching the football, I'm not too worried about it. But I mean, it depends on Okay. Yeah, it just depends on what's going on. If he's just a little lone starter, I kinda like him a little more. But Chuba Hubbard's pretty solid, bro. He's been pretty safe. Yeah, it's kind of crazy he's been out doing Sanders recently. Yeah. Alright, later, bro. Alright, thank you, committee. Have yep. a good one. Ziggy, show me the front door. Okay. Uh, Miss Smitty. Miss Smitty isn't even home yet. <sighs> Smitty, show me the... Or Smitty. <laughs> Ziggy, show me the backyard. Okay. Call, call it a Smitty. Uh, thank you, Jim, for the idea. That back backyard looks great. Ziggy, show me the front door. Okay. A two five two caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Calling from North Carolina. What's your What's your name, bro? My name is uh, Daryl. Daryl from North Carolina. What can I do for you, Daryl? Well, I uh, lost a tank and Kirk. Sorry, bro. And I got a yeah, got AJ Brown, and I should have Jefferson back this week. My dilemma is I have the number one waiver. I'm in second place. Should I pick up Zeke or should I pick up Noah Brown? Woo! Like I say, I got I got Mixon and I got Gibbs as my running backs, and Gibbs scares me to death with a uh, single, you know, uh, Montgomery. So, I don't know what to do. I'm not really, really a big fan of uh, Zeke, but uh, I don't know, man. Well, can I? Can I? I'm I, second, I'm in, I'm, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say. I mean, Gibbs. You know, he scares people to death for whatever reason, which I'm not saying that people shouldn't have a reason to be, like, curious about what's going on. But, like, he was on fire, man. He was running back yeah, three, running back one, running back two, running back three. Wow. God, when you look at that, it's, like, yeah. unreal. Running back three, running back one, running back two, running back three, and back to back to back to back weeks, bro. You don't think we should yeah. be we should be not talking about not hey worried. Zeke concerns yeah. me enough or, or uh, Gibbs concerns me enough should I pick up Zeke? It wasn't like you just said should I pick up Zeke for backup you know support. You're like Gibbs scares me to death. Should I pick up Zeke? Are we really gonna sit a guy that was running back three, running back one, running back two, and running back three, and back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back weeks prior to his last two games where he was running back 24 and running back 29. Let's be you know honest about it. But I'm not sitting Gibbs. Yeah. But do I like... Right. Do I like... 
Zeke is a pickup, yeah, but I probably say I probably say give me Noah Brown. The problem is you've got Nico, right? Yep. I know. So like you know, are you gonna start both of them? I don't know. But hey, if one goes down, then you're 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 secured there. Like the other one's gonna do a lot better. Tough tough call. Yeah. Tough so, call. I, I yeah, guess I'd ask I'd ask myself, is playing defense and picking up Zeke gonna be better? You know, with your opponents and what they need. Yeah, or having Brown in the playoffs on the second. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, chat, give I a vote. Go give a vote on that one. You got you want Noah Brown or Zeke Elliott if you're this guy. If you're this guy and you have his situation, but you know what I'm saying. I just think people need to to not freak out about Gibbs. Uh, I might even be doing yeah, a video. Well, I'm a not, video. I'm not. Well. I had yeah. to let Zeke go, you know, go by without a chance. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what I'm I'm, I'm hearing a lot of the Zeke or the, the Gibbs panic, you know, and, and I sense yeah. a little bit in you because you say you're scared to death. That's, that pretty much means you're worried about him. <laughs> you said I'm scared. A little, to, a little bit. Yeah, scared to, death. scared to death. Scared to death means you're worried about him. So I, I just, yeah. I'm hearing so much of it. I feel like I need to do a, a like a, a beat a, a drum or beat a dead horse type of live stream yeah, on this because I mean I don't think people remember what Gibbs was doing but I got you alright bro appreciate you all later right, Daryl Travis you. Rowe what's up Travis um, uh, two quick things would you rather have Gibbs and ETN right now I'd rather have Gibbs. ETN's kind of, yeah. Uh, I was thinking so. Good. Baltimore and Tampa coming up too. So. Uh, I mean, am I am I, then, uh, am I am I am I a like I'm not scared to death. I'm not, but am I a little bit like worried's not the right word. Just frustrated. I think is the better word for me. Frustrated at the Gibbs usage the last couple of games, maybe, but. You know, the game prior to this game, he had eight targets. That's fantastic. You know, so right. it, it, he only caught four of them, but, you know, that was that was a good day from that perspective. So he only had 54 yards on the ground. He had eight targets, four receptions. He still had, like, a, a decent day in a sense that he got, like, roughly 12 points. But the back-to-back mediocre game and bad game, because the next game last week, he had 6.4 but keep in mind that Gibbs has a week 14 matchup here against Chicago. That's a fantastic matchup for Gibbs. He's also got Denver in week 15. And while he faces Minnesota in week 16 and Dallas in week 17, he is the definition of that RB that we feel that I feel is matchup proof because he can do so much on the ground and through the air that, you know, he just pops off a big, you know, a big play at any moment. I don't know, it seems like, as of right now anyway, um, EPN isn't quite natural to, you know. Ziggy's being loud over there. Yeah, ETN's, um, uh, you know, solid. I I don't, like, hate, you know, if you did the trade, I wouldn't call you crazy. But, uh, you know, ETN feels like right now with, with that team in flux without knowing when T Law is going to be back. Um, well, especially that, yeah. I mean, let, let's let's be fair. During the same time frame, well, slightly before, kind of overlapping. 
ETN was the Gibbs is blown up. ETN was running back one, running back two, running back four, running back five, <laughs> and back to back right. to back to back weeks. That's awesome. And week one, I mean, he's running back. Do you think there's a Do you think there's a chance they lean on him more? And, well, or the, just that the QB play could be so bad that the defense could just yeah. Like I said on the, be- the beginning game. of the show, I know a lot of people want an injured quarterback situation to mean the running backs is going to get fed, but defenses come in the whole week preparing to sh- to let the the pass win, let the pass beat us, right. and let's <clears> shut <throat> down. Um, I will say though that that ETN's been shut down pretty hardcore against tough defenses this year except for one right. yeah no I really he he has uh San Francisco San Francisco put him down to 16 or no 6.4 points he had 8.9 this is mm-hmm. just one specific league I mean he's running back 38 running back 25 running back 20 in the last three out of four games he was running back 11 last week he did pretty well but that was the Bengals are really easy against the run uh, he's got Cleveland, Baltimore, Tampa in his next three games, right. which are all really tough matchups. Really I, I go yeah. I go Gibbs, but you're not crazy to go ETN. I love him. And, yeah, and then um, real quick, um, do you like Monty or Henry better right now? Kind of a toss-up? Probably Henry at the moment, but that could change in a snap That's of a finger. Yeah. In a snap of a finger, man. I mean, Henry. Right. Henry's like he's still he's the anomaly though, which is really I don't you know what's he even finishing as right now in scoring for RBs, leaders, season stats, running backs. Henry is he's running back six seven. It's really impressive that he's done it again. But he yeah. should not be paving the way for anybody to think that other RBs are going to do that. I mean, at twenty eight, look what Eckler just did. Crap the bed. 28's the kiss of death. Yeah, Henry's I, 29. It's an if anomaly. If I got him, I'd, I'd make sure I got Spears, too. Yeah, obviously. that would be good. That would be but good. But, um, all right, just, just real quick. I, I'm still I'm still rolling with Love, Howell, and Kyler. Um, I obviously play in Love this week. Kyler and Howell love. are going to buy and Love them good. Love. And I'm, I'm looking forward, to, if I make the playoffs, Howell has a crap schedule. Would I be okay to drop him if I need to add people or – um, I mean, it depends what you're giving to your opponent. If your opponent's struggling, you know you can't you can't just give him Howell if he has no quarterback. None, yeah, none, none, none of the top teams need quarterbacks. So yeah, then the it's okay. It's okay. If you got to make moves, just win win okay. your games. All right. All right. Thanks, let, man. Later, it. man. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, thanks, Travis. Uh, hold on one second, Brandon. I'm going to come to you in one second. I got a super chat here from Mister Mims. Seven ninety nine holler. Hey mate, should I start Jefferson or Ayuk? Uh, I'm going JJ probably, but you're not crazy to go Ayuk. Does the chat disagree? Would anybody plug Ayuk in the lineup over JJ? I'm just not. If JJ's playing, that is, I'm not sitting him unless there's some sort of snap count. You know, like hey, uh, he's going to be very limited. Like then we'll we'll circle back, right? But you know, if he's playing, you're playing him. All right, Brandon, what's up? Oh, what's going on, Smitty? Um, I got a little bit of like an ethics question for you here. So, would it would it be frowned upon to pick up somebody off of waivers, kind of just so one of my opponents 
can't pick him up? Or is that is that more of like a acceptable competitive aspect to, to fantasy? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, it depends on your league. Uh, I've done it before. I've on my buddy where we're we're just like cutthroat. You know, we're at each other's throats. We're we're putting money on the line, and we're just the kind of the kind of uh, buddies that bust each other's balls hardcore. Like it's not anything like petty or. Uh, what's that noise? Yeah. Wait, uh, what's going on, Brandon? You got let's constant like in the background. What is that? Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. Um, uh, back of my cell phone. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, I in that league, I went through, I think, 12 kickers one time. I, I picked up a kicker, and I went through, and I made sure the last one was the guy I wanted. I went through, and I dropped 11 or 12 kickers just just in a row. Just I took really? all the kickers out because he, he, we were heading into a matchup. And it, and it, it, but that was that league where everyone's laughing and it's it's there's no complaint you couldn't go there's no com, there is no commissioner like the best league is one that doesn't oh, even right. really have a commissioner it's everybody unanimous unanimously votes on something to change it or there's no there's really just somebody that like will execute what the league's desire is and there's like three commissioners like three people are kind of co commissioning it that's the best league yeah to have some kind of anarchy. Okay person at the top of it i hate that but if you're in a league where people are going to get all crazy about it you could do it in a crafty fashion i don't think it's unethical at all um they, well, they, I, they I should they should pick him up got, I, I actually almost picked the guy up before before um this situation came up you know it's, it's love is on waivers right now and the guy had lawrence and burrow and that's who he's probably going to end up picking up and i might end up facing him in the the playoffs, but then again, I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind him as a backup to keep, so it's not like I'm looking to churn and burn, you know. Well, pick up one of them, wait a little. Well, I guess they might trigger him to pick up the other, but no, I don't think there's a problem with that. That's his fault. Okay. That's his fault. He should have put a waiver okay. claim in where he couldn't do that because you all get a chance at in the pecking order of getting a guy, right? So that's his fault. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, okay. he has a problem he can call in. I'll tell him. I'll break the news to him. I'm going to say, bro. We talked about this behind your back, and we decided that he was going to pick up every kicker and screw you out of uh, a kicker for this week. And then we'll see how he takes it. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell him, though. All right, later, bro. All right, later, Matt. Thanks. All right, let's see here. Matt, are you there, Matt? Matt? I can't believe Matt got so mad at me. I mean, Matt really got mad at me. He didn't give me any leeway whatsoever. Let me see if he's in the chat. Matt, where are you? Man, Matt was pissed. Anybody sees Matt come back into the chat, you tell him I'm I'm, I'm sorry and I'm waiting, I'm waiting for him. I'll even let him call in. Matt, call into the show. I'm sorry, pal. Elite is not worth the roster spot, says Nissan. I mean, I think he, it depends on the situation, but is he a guarantee of any kind? No. You know? It's like you can't even, like, no offense, Nissan, but, like, if he doesn't do well, like, really even play that I told you so game, he's got, like, a 50% feel of busting, but he is the starter in New England, 
and he could punch in a couple. He could punch in like three touchdowns in four weeks and have like you know forty yards a game and still be viable by falling into the end zone. You know, but it is a horrible offense. Horrible. Ziggy, show me the front door. Okay. I don't know if Miss Smitty's home. Not yet. All right, let's go to a couple phone callers. Living legend, you're live. You're probably one of the last callers here. What can I do for you, pal? Hey, Smitty. What's up? Hey, Smitty, man. I need your help, brother. Yeah. Uh... What's up with Eckler, man? I, I've been uh, out of the fantasy realm, but I got Eckler in both leagues, man. He's 28 years old. He's been killing. He's been killing me softly, man. I, I, I don't know what's going on with. Him. I know you probably got insight, man. Well, I mean, he's 28 years old. He's 28 years old. That's the kiss of death for RBs. This is a big concern. This is why he was a complete avoid on draft day. I still would trade for him, and I was a big advocate of buying him low because there still feels to me like there's upside for him. To have a couple big games, you know, when someone's falling off and they still barely are holding on to that talent level, they can still have like Cooper Cup and Eckler could have one final voyage or two. And so I, I still believe in maybe playing him versus sitting him for like a flex play. But it's certainly, uh, you know, certainly one of those situations where there's pan- it's there's a lot of there's definitely some panic. That's that's Miss Smitty pulling yeah. in. That's yeah, nice. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate Ziggy the insight, off. man. Because I was because the playoffs was coming up, and I was like, man, I ain't like, I might, I might have to sense Eckler, man. Something well, crazy, who who man. would you who would like you something you would never do? Who would you put in over Eckler? <laughs> I got I got people, man. I got I guess I still got Barkley, but I got Swift. I got a Chan. You know, I got these. These people that you know that they're in my lineup anyway, based on you know like yeah flex plays. But I always had Eckler like this in my starting RB you know spot, man. So I was like, man, I might have to just I don't know, man. It's scary, man. I never thought Eckler would be this bad. Well, call call in later in the week when we get closer to to kickoff, and we'll we'll figure out whether you should you know what the vibe is and if you should switch them out. All right, man. I appreciate you, Smitty, man. You have a good night, man. I appreciate you. All right, later, bro. Uh, last question here, and then I'm, I think I'm out of here for tonight. We might come back and do a show. By the way, can I get you guys all to do do me a solid? Um, so I have I have essentially three. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna have four, four YouTube channels. Um, one of them is this main channel. Uh, one of them is the Dynasty channel. One is the sitcom, which won't have a lot of uploads. It'll be whenever one's created. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's because I posted the sitcom on the YouTube channel. And because it's not normal content, YouTube pulls the plug on pushing it to any of my followers because it doesn't match or mirror the fantasy football content. So that it gets, nobody even knows it's there. I have an actual five-episode sitcom. You know, it's like The League. It's like the office meets the league, and, and a lot of people don't know about it. So I created a channel for that as well. So that's my third channel. But it won't be, it'll be whenever there's a new sitcom episode. So like maybe three or four a year. But we're going to grow it up and make it a, a nice little show. Um, and then my fourth and final one. This is I just, I brainstormed on this for, for about a good month. And I came to the conclusion of what I needed to focus on for the brand. And what I had time for. Because the fantasy football show comes first. Nothing's going to take away from this channel. 
including the Dynasty channel. But the Dynasty channel needs to be priority number two. And so this year, starting January 1, I'm, my goal is to produce a video or a live stream one a day moving forward. Dynasty channel is going to get a lot of love. Okay, so I need you to subscribe to the two channels that I'm going to drop right here, the three channels. Channel number one is a new channel that nobody really knows about yet, but it's going to be a behind the scenes kind of like this is the day in the life. And a lot of you like the day in the life video that I posted. It's going to be a day in the life of the brand. And it's kind of like the real version of the sitcom. So the fantasy football intern is a sitcom version of the brand. It's all satire. The world of Smitty channel is this one right here. So please subscribe to this channel. You may be subscribed to it already because I've had you subscribed. I think we called this the Smitty report at one point, but it's very, very new. There's like 50 subscribers on it. So please subscribe to that channel right there. This channel right here is going to be about the behind the scenes of the brand and the channel. It's not going to be for fantasy advice. It's going to be for things like, you know, what's motion detected at the front door. People at the front door, the the yard people, me in the office, going through dilemmas, having problems. Think of it like a reality show. Think of it like you watch Dog the Bounty Hunter or Pawn Stars or something like that. Uh, that's what this shows or what this channel is going to be called, World of Smitty. So please sub to that right there. That is going to be a fun channel, and it's not going to take up as much time as let's say trying to do a whole nother channel or something like that of fantasy football content constantly. So the only two channels that will have constant fantasy football content will be the Dynasty channel and the main channel that you're watching right now. The two other channels, the World of Smitty, and then also the Fantasy Football Intern will be very, very feasible of, of, of pushing those in. So again, please subscribe to this channel right here. This is the World of Smitty. It's a new YouTube channel. Um, let me refresh and see how many of you have subscribed. Okay, we got a good like 20, 30 people just did it right there. Hit it again. There's the link right one more time. Then I need everybody to subscribe to the Dynasty channel. You may think you're subscribed. You may not know that you aren't. But here's the Dynasty channel. I'm going to post this in here. It'll say Dynasty channel in the, 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 the text right there with it. Hit that channel now because we're going to go live. Or I'm going to do a video upload live premiere style or whatever once a day going forward on January 1 with some teasers up until then. I'm not going to just wait till January 1. I'll have some uploads and videos. But the Dynasty channel, we're going to hit hard this offseason. We're going to hit it so hard. The Dynasty channel, the main channel, and then the World of Smitty and the Fantasy Football Intern. Um, for anybody that missed any of this and they want to subscribe to all four and you don't have time to do it yet, on any one of my channels, and any one of the four, if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see all four of them. Okay? So at any time you want to find any one of my four YouTube channels, at any time, on any one of my channels, if you're on one versus the other, at the bottom, all four will always be listed on every single one of the four channels. So very easy to, to navigate back and forth between all the YouTube channels that I have, and there are four. I'll see you all later. I appreciate every single one of you. Matt, I appreciate you. I hope you see this and you know that we tried to find you. I, I tried my best, Matt, and I even answered the question in pretty good detail. I just didn't realize there was a $50 hauler until it came through. I thought it was a $499. It, it was just a clear, you know, misunderstanding, Matt. I appreciate you, okay? I appreciate you. 
And I need you, pal. I need you. Uh, let's see what World of Smitty has. World of Smitty, I'm going to drop that link one more time. World of Smitty has... Look at you guys. You guys almost got it to 100, uh, 100 subscribers just like that. Here's the link to World of Smitty. Subscribe. And uh, I'll be putting the first video up within probably the next 48 hours about the brand and just different things. Probably some of it's going to be the yard. It's just going to be like a day in the life type of thing. Appreciate you all. Uh, Matt. I wish Matt was still here. All right, Matt. All right, appreciate you all. Hi, hi, little Smitty. You wanna you wanna say hello? Say hello. Hi. Uh, can you? Uh, what player comes to mind? Say say a name. Hi, Molly. <laughs> what about Joe Burr? Joe. <laughs> Joe Burr. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate. It. Hey, can we try the Joe Burrow helmet on? Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Does that fit? No. No. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. All right, we'll see you later. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. Um, hit that thumb up button on the way out the door. Subscribe if you're new. And again, don't forget to hit this link. I'm dropping the link right this very second. That link right there. Hit that YouTube channel, World of Smitty. Uh, I'm going to refresh one more time, see how many subscribers we have. Look at that. You guys are like at 85 to 90 already. See you all later. Appreciate every single one of you. Hi.